Hi everyone, thank you for downloading this episode of Series 13 of the What the Fartlet podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts every Monday and Thursday. If you enjoy the show today, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review on either Spotify or Apple. Or you could give us a share on social media or just tell a pal who you think might enjoy what we do. We're committed to growing our community, the Fartlet family, with an ambition to combat loneliness and build friendships through our mutual love of running. If you would like to get involved, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or TikTok. We also have a website, whatthefartlet.com, or you can drop us an email at whatthefartletpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, so get in touch. We can tell you more about what we're all about. Hope to see you soon, but until then, let's get on with the show. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a frag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that fights like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in. So we're going to open this week's episode of the What the Fartlet podcast with a moment of reflection and maybe a little discussion before we go introducing ourselves. Uh, this week we heard the sad news that marathon runner Kelvin Kipton sadly passed away at age just 24. Now, if you don't know about Kelvin Kipton, then this guy was what is referred to, I believe, as a prodigy in the sport, um, only came into marathon running in 2022, didn't have the usual progression that a lot of marathon runners have at the elite level of going from the track to them through the road, but yet was an absolute enigma. He never came lower than first place in a marathon. He is responsible for not only having three of the seven quickest world records of, uh, sorry, quickest times in the men's marathon ever, um, two of those at world majors but he is also the world record holder and was well on track i believe at either rotterdam or berlin depending on um on, on, on circumstances to go sub two hours uh, this year um it's a very very sad loss both him uh, and his coach uh gervais uh Haki Zimmon, who was only 36 himself um sadly perished um uh, this week in a car accident so um lots and lots of um of uh, uh, love senses to their families from everyone here at the What The Fartlet podcast not that we're going to list this but I think it's a moment for everyone in the running world to just pause and reflect and think about uh, a life taken far too soon from someone who would have I believe ended up being probably the biggest name in marathon running ever is my opinion bigger than Kipchoge um, bigger than anybody um, and I think Elliot Kipchoge the man himself said said just as much when he was interviewed about the subject so um, very much run in peace to Kelvin Kipton um, ladies and gentlemen welcome to series 13 episode 13 of the What The Father podcast my name is Rob and I'm Matt and I'm Louise how are we doing guys we all right yeah good are you Mm, yeah, a bit of sombre start to the episode, wasn't it? But uh, but I thought worth a mention because uh, I think you know this is it's difficult, isn't it? With them, like uh, elite level of athletics doesn't get the recognition of some other sports, but this is the equivalent of a of a, of a Lionel Messi dying, in my opinion. You know, this is the equivalent of you know um, someone at the very very top of the game. You know, a Tom Brady, an American footballer, a Michael Jordan. Like, yes, he wasn't quite. Um, there yet, but he was already 
the absolute pinnacle of the sport and um he would have been even even bigger uh, in a few years so so really really sad but but um an incredible runner and, and certainly someone that um that will be remembered uh, in the sport um we've got plenty to get through today matt what's on the show uh yeah usual stuff before before i start well 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 said uh, at the start of this as well and, and mentioning his coach as well there was two people in that in that accident and, and rightly so everybody should remember uh, remembered by it uh but on the show obviously we, we uh, we've got talk about our marathon chats uh how, how spring marathon training started going uh obviously we've got um the roll calls we've got ben and emma no, we haven't got Ben now. We've got Ben on to this week to talk about... We literally about... recorded 10 minutes ago. You know that Emma wasn't there. What? What is wrong with you? I, I panic. Leave me alone. I panic. <laughs> that's about it, isn't it? That's, that's, that's the episode. That's the part, yeah. And then obviously we've got the Parkrun Cup uh, update. The final week of the Parkrun Cup. Um, Very exciting. We're going to find out who the final 16 are in the Parkrun Cup at the Our Community Challenge. Yeah. Good one. After the knockout stages now. On mm. Yeah, it's getting real. More on that later, absolutely, Matt. As always, looking in the background, the best calves in Clitheroe. Mr. John Pickup is here. How are we doing, JP? Yep, very well. Yeah, some sad, sad news. Very well put. And um, yeah, you're right. Prodigy of the sport. Very mm. sad. Yeah. He, would, he would have done something, wouldn't he? Simple as that. 100%. But, JP, do you know what? Like, in a weird way, um, we, were at, we, we ran that London Marathon mm. with him. That's cool. That's a cool yeah, one definitely. to remember, you know what I mean? I mean? We're pretty far behind him. I'm pretty sure we you know, pretty sure we went on the starting pen by the time he finished, but um <laughs> London twenty twenty three we'll always have that, won't we? So I love it. I don't think he had two beers on court either. <laughs> no, he, he definitely didn't have a, a an unfit, half cropped mate dragging him back the entire way either, did he bless him? Um I knew. good. I knew. Yeah, we'll blame Neil. Um yeah, plenty to get to. Let's talk a little bit about Spring Marathon. So, again, if people are new to the podcast, if you don't know, JP, Lou and Matt are all on the road to Spring Marathons uh, and we're finding out about their journeys. We're finding out how they're getting on. Um, they both, they all have different levels of experience and uh, we're finding a lot of value in talking about it. Lou, I'm going to come to you first because um, you're the best one, frankly. You're the best one. Um, no, JP, you're OK, too. You're better than Matt. You're better than Matt. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Um... How's training going this week? It was a deload week last week. That's or is it week before? Where are we now? I'm losing track. And I always forget if we're talking about this week or last week. Last, last week, I think I was yeah, the week before that was, was the deload week. Months. That's what we talked yeah. about last time on the podcast. So you've ramped it back up now, haven't you? How was that? Yeah, and I was feeling really tired. Mm-hmm. I've got my little energy back. Nice. Had some good runs. Had that progressive six miles and then I was back to 10 miles as my long run mm-hmm. and both were good felt good happy happy with how they you know when you just have a good run and you think oh, there's not too much to say about that but it was good I cracked in my head like oh Christ how am I going to do that again plus six miles but then that went out of my head mm-hmm. and I just embraced that I'd had a good run good true and, and you know what that's more of a that's not just a passing comment I think it's really important bit of advice that you just imparted on people which is live in the moment a little bit we're running you know if, if it goes well if it goes badly I guarantee you're not going to sit there and go oh well next one let's think about the next one you're going to sit and you're going to dwell and you're going to absorb it and you're going to you know it's going to you're going to have to work to move past it so if that's going to happen it should be the same with a good run have a moment to reflect on that was good don't worry about what comes next trust the process 
um uh, and uh, and you are doing amazing mate and i'm pleased is, is there a reason do you think in your head why you're feeling a little bit re-energized is it from the deload week is it just because maybe the endorphins are going a little bit more because the running's going well no there's been a change oh <laughs> oh yeah because you're not in the support group are you i'm not so i am going alcohol free now till the marathon uh, influenced by matt and jp no, influenced by when I had my tired week, which I think was just natural, I drunk more that week. Right. And then it does, the effects last longer. Then, so you know, when you think, this, what is it? Someone said 100% toxins. I'm not going to be a preacher. I love a glass of wine, slash mm-hmm. a bottle. So just hold off, do the marathon training. I don't plan on doing another marathon. So put everything into it to make and it then, good. And then. And then we're getting smashed on a Sunday. Oh, so drunk. Yeah. It's oh, going to be good. Eh? What are you nodding for, Matt? You're not there. Why? I'm coming tomorrow. Uh, Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Have you frozen, Matt? Or are you just panicking? I thought all you lot frozen. Okay. No. What? We're asking you why you're not coming to support your friend Louise. When I'm coming to Manchester. Who's coming to Manchester? Lou. You're coming to Manchester? Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Does anyone you... know what's happening? I'm like coming to cheer, so I feel like you oh. should come to London to cheer. Oh, oh now I know what's happening. <laughs> oh my God. Just I'll take out the last 10 minutes of silence. No, it's staying in, but it is absolutely woeful. Matt, at the minute, uh, you're talking oh, six, 60... 60 quid for you and Donna to come down on the train. It's the cheap tickets at the minute. Yeah, we've got to get rid of kids and all. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I've just paid 300 quid for a fucking stag. Well, <laughs> 200, 200 quid for a stag. All right, Matt's not coming. I'm not. Matt, it's 60 quid just for you to come down. Matt, you don't have so, to. It's okay. Ah. 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 Just, yeah, just leave Donna. It's fine. Not like leave her, like walk out on her. I mean, just like. For the weekend to come to my room. I don't know if I put ideas in red. We can't do that. <laughs> it's not going to be happening, is it? <laughs> no, no we'll, 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 we'll video call you. But we, the three of us, the ones who care about you, Lou, we're going to get very drunk, aren't we? Yes. I don't know. I might never drink again. Shut up, JP. Okay, I bet you don't. I it's think this is it for you. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see. Manchester Marathon after party. Yeah. A brood on, in on the finish line with a haze with a hazy Jane on in hand. We'll see, we'll see. Anyway, but no, it, it is a good point. And joking aside, we're talking a lot about booze, and we do like to have a drink. We do like um, uh, that side of things. But it, it, it is a good point. And and without getting into the science of it and getting breachy, there's a toxic there's a toxin element of alcohol that is going to stay in your body for a prolonged period of time. So it's not just a case of having a hangover the next day, your performance, not just running performance, your sleep, your, um, your motivation, your mood will be impacted for, I think it's at least like a week afterwards. So um, yeah, I'm dead proud of you for doing it, to be honest and fair play. And it's obviously working wonders for Matt and JP. So fair play to you. And um, I'm just feel guilty now because I was drinking last night at the, at the posh cinema watching Iron Claw. Um, Matt, how's stuff going for you, mate? You've been you've been niggly again, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, niggly. I don't know if I can't remember if I spoke about it last week, but I did some speed stuff and I got a bit of a calf issue. Uh, it's only only seems to be when I'm doing the, the fast stuff. Um, I went out and did a long run with Ben at the weekend, 15 miles. 
I got six miles in. There was a slight dull ache, but nothing that wasn't manageable. It weren't, it weren't, it weren't pain. It was just I could feel like a tightness maybe mm. in the calf or in that sort of area, but I couldn't pinpoint it, so it didn't really bother me. Finished it with no issues. Fine the next day. Uh, resting yesterday, obviously ran five miles a day. It should have been an interval session, but I've decided now to, to knock all that interval stuff on the head for a couple of weeks and just, just plod um, mm-hmm. for a few weeks. I had a massage last week. That seemed to help a little bit as well. So I'm going to plod, plod these next few uh, sessions while keeping on with my strength and conditioning and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but then hopefully build build up after the next couple of weeks and, and start in, integrating them speed stuff again and see what happens, if, if it, see if it starts holding up. But I don't know. I've, I've looked into getting the physio through work. I can't do that. I need to put it at doctors first to be able to get that sorted and stuff like that. So I don't know. Just, just pay for it. Just pay for it. It's like it's a forty quid a session. I'll give you my physio's number. It's not. It's not. And I, I know it's not. It's not cheap. I'm not saying it's cheap, but go and see somebody. It, it's worth it. Just put one session in and just go and get an expert opinion. Just even if it's for peace of mind that actually you yeah. can push through it, or you know that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I, I don't, honestly, I don't think that my, I mean, my physio helped and gave me exercise and stuff with my ankle and, 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 and it was a benefit. But like JP just said, the biggest impact that he had on me was sitting down and saying, this is the problem. This is my expert professional opinion, medical opinions to what I think it is. And this is what you can and can't do with it, in my expert opinion. You know, don't because the main thing he said to me was you're not going to make it worse. So if it aches, if, it, if, if you've got pain afterwards, that's just a scar tissue. But you can get out and run on it because you're OK. And that just gave me that peace of mind of right. And it's not saying that he's necessarily right, but he's definitely in a better position than you looking doom scrolling through Dr. Google, isn't he? Uh, True. True. Do we have to set a GoFundMe to get you a physio? <laughs> oh, it's a pity. I'll go. <laughs> pity in the month. He's not gonna go. I guarantee you, he doesn't go to the physio. Send him a number, and I'll go. Is it in Sheffield? Uh, CL Physiotherapy, uh, Rotherham. It, it's uh, no Swallownest. Swallownest. Okay, that's not for this podcast. No one who cares about Swallownest if you don't Local. live S60. Um, JP. Last but not least, how are you getting on, mate? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on, to be fair. It's, it's great. I just want to return back to Lou for one second, though, because everything that we said last week has happened to Lou. It's brilliant. So yeah. I said you'd come over, you, you lull, and you have. And I, I haven't decided what's going to happen next week yet, so um, I think we probably need to think about that. But um, there's been quite a lot of chat in the, the marathon support group about shoes. It almost feels like the second trimester of pregnancy at the minute. Everyone's <laughs> buzzing at the minute. It'll soon hit that we've actually got to run a marathon. It's, it's going to get really shit soon. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, everyone's sharing pictures of the, the trainers that they're going for. And uh, I, I went for a run in my, my marathon shoes this morning and pray. So I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing at the minute. Yeah, I feel really good. It's, it's not the best calves in Clitheroe anymore. It's the fastest calves in Clitheroe. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, I do get some funny looks sprinting around this this one little loop that I've done 120 times in the last 90 days or something like that. <laughs> Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. No, yeah, but it is, it's a different result and getting miles faster. Well, so. there you go. Exactly, exactly. Puts pay to that statement, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Good, very good. Well done, all of you. Absolutely smashing it. And if people are listening, thinking, "What's this marathon support group they're talking about?" Uh, the guys set up um, to support each other initially, um, a marathon support group, and it's just taken off. How many people are in it now? 20, 20, 20 odd. Yeah, so oh, yeah, exactly. It's more than that now. People just keep dropping in. It's brilliant. I have to have a Pendle when we have really signed up for that. Mm. No, it's no. 55 members of the group. 55 members. I mean, and, and it, but it is, it, it, it clearly adds a lot of value just knowing that you're not in it on your own. And uh, I know, Lou, you've said that a couple of times, haven't you? Feeling like you've got like just a network of people with, with experience and, 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 and advice and, and, you know, just, just a way to kind of uh, a sounding board, I guess, is the important thing. So if you are doing your marathon training and, and you're interested in getting involved, drop us a message on the old Instagram or an email at podcast.gmail.com and we'll get you set up with um, uh, with, with the information to get in because, yeah, um, pe- people seem to really love it. So well done to you three as well for championing that community spirit. They're proud of you. And looking for us, why did your white eyes bulge then, Lou? I just not, not really contributing. Well, I don't really do much in there apart from a knick-knack poll. And then right. I'll randomly ask a question sometimes. And so they help me a lot. I don't think I do. Knick-knack. Everyone needs knick-knack polls. Yeah, that's true. Is it on best flavour of knick-knack? Yeah. Are yes. And Are the answer is nice and spicy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Do you want me to send you the invite, Rob? <laughs> just just stuff about knick-knacks. Not running yeah. marathon, but I'm dead into knick-knacks. Ribbon saucy are okay. Yellow is not the answer. Like, are, we, are we really doing this? But, but that's yeah. just a fact, isn't it? Why do you need a poll? That's just facts. If, if there's no orange, purple's good, but yellow is cat litter. Which is ironic because scampi fries are top tier pub snacks. Yeah. But scampi flavoured knickknacks are not. Oh, it's gone. When did it go? When did it go from talking about marathons? And the <laughs> the flavour, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. The flavour is not strong enough. So the actual taste of a knick-knack is not very nice. If you, I set you this challenge, suck a knick-knack, that's what she said, <laughs> suck a knick-knack so all the flavour comes off it, and then eat it. They're not very nice. You could say that about any crisp. Or not true. Not anything. true. Not true. Doritos. Just, it just becomes a tortilla chip. A soggy one. Oh, Depends how slobbery you are when you're removing them. Sorry, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on a video clip. Luke showing us how she slobbers. Oh, God, we need to move on, don't we? I'm sorry. This is my fault. I've driven the reduction in quality. Listen, thank you guys for sharing your marathon stories. Looking forward to hearing how you get on next week. Looking forward to hearing what crisps you've been sucking. And uh, let's go over and have a chat to Ben about where he's been at Parkrun. And without further ado, once again, unfortunately, flying solo. We're making a habit of this, Ben. Have we, have we done something to offend Emma? Um, no. No, I don't think so, no. She's just been giving some really crap shifts recently, so... Just yeah. poor logistical timing. Anyway, if you don't know, this is our parkrun segment. Ben and Emma are our parkrun power couple, our cow club cuties, and they travel the country so you don't have to to find the best place for your 5K fix on a Saturday morning. Um, ben is with us solo today because he's, of course, at work, as he's just alluded to. Uh, tell us all about where he's been, what they've been up to, how it went, who they met up with. 
most importantly, as this week was a special one. And uh, maybe even was good to go for breakfast in the local area afterwards. So, Ben, why don't you tell us exactly where you went and what you got up to this week? Well, um, I think we've spoken about this episode before on the pod, uh, this part run before on a previous episode of the podcast. Um, we've actually done it for you were there, Rob. You didn't run it like, but you were there. Um, so we revisited a venue, something we don't do very often. And in fact, this is the third time we revisited it. For, well, third for me, second for Em. Um, we went semi-local, only 50 minutes up the road, but we went with the reason. We were meeting Alana and James there. We'd had this one in for the, the diary for quite a while. Uh, and it wasn't just Alana and James. In the end, quite a few people turned up. So uh, so we went to York, York Park Run at the race course uh, at the Knavesmire, as they call it. Um, and it's very flat. It's very fast. Uh, and a few people. It's one of the early Ys in the country as well. Park runs that begin with the letter Y. I think there's Yarborough and York. Um, I can't think of any others off the top of me. They used to be Oval, but that one's gone now. Um so a few people ventured over from over your way, Widner's way, uh, where you're originally from. Um, so Stacey came. Uh, we had Amy Bird come. Chris Cousins came as well. Um, and as we parked up, McPaulie got out of his car in front of us. So he was there oh, as well. Unexpe- unexpected McPaul? 100% unexpected. I did not have a clue. I love a surprise, Paulie. Yeah, yeah, that was welcome surprise. And then obviously James and Alana were there as well. Um, and I'm trying to think who else I've forgotten here. Oh, uh, Mr. Neil Emma. Marshall, he crept up on us at the end. Uh, we were we were all stood around chatting away at the start, and uh, we were just making our way because it's really busy, by the way. York is very very busy. I think there were 600 plus people there. Wow. Uh, it's it attracts a lot of people, and it's on a very it's probably on about a four foot wide path that runs around the inside of the racetrack. It's like I say, it's very flat, but you get so many people there and it's so congested at the start. Me and Neil got right up near the start and we thought we'll get away pretty easily here. No, nope, we got completely caught in the pack. What looked like about 20 people in front of us turned out to be about 50 people in front of us. So there was no going around people. But yes, yeah, so and Neil turned up. Neil, Neil crept in at the last second after recovering from illness. Um, very foggy morning. You couldn't see from one side to the other which is rare. If you remember when we went, Rob, it was beautiful sunshine. You could see mm. people running all the way around the bend. Um, it's just one big oval, basically, with a little cut in. And, uh, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was mild. It's flat. It's fast. Nobody really went for it, I don't think. I, I mean, I was going to, but I got caught up in the pack at the start, used too much energy weaving through people and then died for the rest of it. Um Neil ran well, and yeah, I think it's there's not much to say about it. It's it's unique that you're running around the inside of such a big race course venue, and it's very flat and it's very fast. Um, I think the I think the experience of your book as a park yeah. run is probably more about where you are rather than the, the the course itself. I mean, I mean your race course is iconic and it's nice to be there, but a lot happens at your race course. If you've ever run the run for all York 10K series, you'll have been to the race course. It's, but I think it's more the experience of being in one of probably the most beautiful cities in the UK, I'd, I'd venture to say. And parking's good around. You are a little bit out of the city centre, but it's free parking, isn't it, all around it, which is solid. Yeah. Um, it's a very popular event, and what what is it Ben? About a, about a two mile walk into in, in, in to get to get inside the walls then? Yeah, a little bit less maybe. Yeah, you can leave your car parked on the on the main road outside the racecourse. That's free of charge. Mm. 
and then you just you just literally go to the end of the road where the main road is and just follow it in and you're in the centre of York. So like you say, I mean it's it's not the most glamorous, but it's unique and you're in York and York is a beautiful city and it gets very, very busy in York and it's a great day out. But uh yeah, no, uh Alana was there, she had to shoot off at the end, she was meeting friends, so it left the rest of us uh, to go for breakfast. Um no issues with any purple sign pictures. They went pretty damn well, uh, if I do say so myself. Um, no, no harassing photographers. No, I don't think there was any drama really at, uh, in, at the actual event. It all ran really smoothly. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's it's a nice event. There's two others in York as well, by the way, and we've ne- not visited either of them yet. So I've been to York three times. There's three park runs, but I've run the same one three times. That's interesting. I, did, I didn't know. I, th- I thought it was just one. No, there's three. There's the, another one's on a cycle track, five laps on a 1K loop. And oh, gosh. I, I'm not 100% sure what the other one's like. We've never really looked. Maybe we'll go and do it soon. Um, so, yeah, so we all went for breakfast afterwards, minus Solana. Um, local pub just down the main road, opposite way as in, as in going into town. I really want to say I can remember what it's called, but I can't. I, I feel like it was the Fox and Roman. Um and it was it was a very traditionally kind of pub. Um, it was only a five minute drive back down the road, back towards the A1. Lovely place. It was uh, semi busy with park runners. Obviously, all the park runners had tweaked on, and they'd gone there as well. But full English breakfast, decent. No black pudding. wasn't even on the wasn't even on the extras menu this week. I did check after last week's failure. Um, Came out pretty quickly. You got nice little bit, nice little bit of flapjack. Does that say the Fox and Roman? Yeah, it looks that's like a, that's a Fox and Roman in York. If that's the one, Benny. Uh, I did all right then. Good. A um, vintage inn. Hey. A vintage inn. It's a chain. Yep, yep. Fair. Right. Okay. So make sure you go there. It was lovely breakfast. Nice coffee actually. You got a little bit of flapjack with your coffee, and if you're Amy Bird, you got two bits of flapjack because they were stuck together. Lucky uh, bitch. And the lady, the lady said she she couldn't separate them, so Amy got two bits of flapjack with her coffee. Um, but yeah, decent. Everyone, everyone enjoyed their breakfast, as far as I'm aware. Um, Chris Cousins had some friends come over, so they sat on a different table, and we just had all we all just had a good natter away. And uh, yeah, it was a nice morning, really. York, York is York. There's not much to say about it unless you go into the city, but the park was good. Flat facts. A good summary, nonetheless, and I'm sure we'll find in the archives where we talked about it the first time round. Uh, I think it was in January a couple of years ago we went, so it'll definitely be there. Some work committed to history on on audio, um, but yeah, get to York. It's a, it is a beautiful city. Um, but yes, thank you for sharing that, Ben. And it was lovely to see so many of you. I do love an impromptu family meetup, so glad that so many people came along. Um, before we leave Parkrun as a distant memory for another week. Uh, we have, for the last time, uh, from a group stage perspective, the Parkrun Cup update that Ben is going to take us through. Uh, so for the last five weeks, or well, six weeks now, um, uh, over 150 people have been partaking in our annual virtual challenge, the What the Fart Like Parkrun Cup. It's been a little bit different this year. It's been groups, so basically people have been competing to score points by uh, achieving various times um, against the pre-existing PB and Ben has been ranking them based on that and now we're finding out exactly who's going to go through to our knockout phase our final 16 um, in the in the tournament 
with the eventual winner, um, not only winning a wonderful trophy, which Ben provides every single year, but this year our partners at Burrito have very kindly donated one of the body wraps uh, that will be provided to the winner alongside as a wonderful, wonderful prize. So it's well worth having a blast at Parkrun 4. Ben, why don't you tell us who is going through to the final and any last kind of uh, um, key call outs for people who've PB'd and done amazing things through the through the last seven days well last Saturday you want me to kind of breeze through this be, yeah. light and breezy Benny light and breezy okay I'll be very breezy with this one um, right okay so obviously there were there were four groups already decided um, but there were some that were in the balance starting with group A group A Jack Freeman was leading the way after his PB in week one Kevin Johnson was creeping up on him, um, and Kevin Johnson did have a chance. So did Jack Penfold, to be fair, had a chance of overtaking him. Um, Kevin Johnson's gone to Parkrun this week, and he ran once. He, he ran one second off his PB last week, and do you know what he ran this week? Go on. He equaled his PB no. to, the, to the second. So Jack Freeman PB'd by a whole one second. Kevin equaled his PB. Kevin finished on five points. Jack finished on five. But Kevin, uh, Jack is through because of his PB. If Kevin That's had amazing. run one second quicker, Kevin would have gone through. So Jack, after his PB in week one, he uh, he wins Group A. Uh, round one. Now, Can I just say, just on, on Kevin... I think last year he was really unlucky because I think I beat him by about two seconds or something. So he's been really unlucky in this competition. I mean, his efforts in the last two weeks to be one second off and then equal his PB, it's incredible. But uh, he's just that one second and he'll probably be listening now and thinking, bugger, if I'd have just put my foot down that hill a bit more or up it a bit more, I maybe would have got it. But anyway, that's the way it goes. So unfortunately, he's out. Jack Freeman goes through. Now, who's Jack facing? Jack's facing the winner of my group. And there is there is only one person that got a PB in my group. And that was last week, Paul Mason. So very quiet this week, quiet week from everyone else this week. So Paul, Paul cruises through and he will be facing Jack Freeman. Freeman's um, all again. I'm making a habit of it. So, so as you can tell by the way I'm saying this, Group A winner plays Group B, Group C winner plays Group D, and so mm-hmm. on all the way through. Um, so Jack so, versus Paul is our first round of 16 tie. It is correct. Right, Group C, this group was already decided last week. Do we remember who won it? Doug. Doug, Doug. yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, the miniature Ewok didn't put a single effort in over the whole tournament. So Not he, a single uh, effort, Matt. Not a single effort. I've got my cough, haven't I? Oh, yeah. Fair yes, yes, yes. I, I, tried, I tried at Weatherby, or like, what, 20 seconds off? No, nah, it's not good enough. Um, so, so Doug, Doug goes sailing through in that group with two PBs and one effort that was within 10 seconds of oh, his so oh, Almost immaculate performance from Doug, though. Correct, correct. So... Winner of Group C is Doug. Winner of Group D. Now, this one was very close. Natalie, there hadn't been any action in it until last week. Natalie Cranfield got within 10 seconds of a PB last week. So she shot to the top of the group by one point. This week, one person got a PB <gasps> and then has overtaken her in the <gasps> last week. I know, poor Nat. It is poor Nat, very poor Nat. It was, the, it was run at Witness and it was run by Mr. Chris Giblin. Yeah, oh, Gibbo! Well done, Chris. Commiserations, Nat. 
Chris Gibling taking 14 seconds off his PB this week has shot to the top of the table by a point. Uh, and unfortunately for Natalie, it drops her down a place. So Chris Giblin will be facing Darren McSweeney in the next round. Um, moving group. on, Group E, this was your group, JP, and it was already de- decided who won? Uh, Westy, yeah, I, I was going to go to fight on this week, but it was my point. So. Nah, Westy had already won it, so, yeah, so not much to say. That eight, eight out of the nine people in the group went. Any ideas who the other one is that didn't go, JP? This week? Oh, uh, uh, me? Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is just a terrible performance from the core team, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> At least Matt went to Bartram. Right, so so Westy goes through on that one with seven points. Uh, he will be facing... Now, this was an interesting... This was really interesting. So so we had... Ant-Manan was top last week. Um, Adam Brown had snuck into second place with a PB that he ran last week. And Ben Makin, who'd also PB'd, was tied in third, so they were all pretty level. This week, Adam Brown couldn't make Park Run. I was going to say he, he was at Tatton Park with me on Saturday morning, so it's not exactly. going to be him, is it? So it wasn't him, so he dropped out of it, which left the other two, and they both PB'd. <gasps> so it left it really... I, I was. It was interesting to see this one. So we had Ben making. He knocked off a further four seconds off his PB this week at Rother Valley. Mm-hmm. So that took his overall PB down from the start to now by 10 seconds. Okay. So then Ant Manan, or Manane, however you pronounce it. Manan. He, he ran a nine-second PB. <laughs> You're getting too giddy there, Rob. If you add that to previous PB, he has taken off 21 seconds. So winning by 11 okay, seconds is Ant Manane Manan. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the group of death. That, that, that's the tired. That, they're the two that dark boys really in the competition. It was really, really close, that. And uh, when, I, when I saw Ben's result, I thought, oh, wait a minute, how's that affected it? But, yeah, Ant's run really well. Uh, two PBs, so did Ben and Adam with one. So it was a good group, that one. It was a nice little battle at the top there. So we've got to I think the, the Taya 16, I think Westy and Ant were my two dark horses for the competition. Mm, so one of them has got out. Interesting. Head to head now. Um, moving on, Group G. Now, Group G was led all the way so far by Jack Goodwin. Jack Goodwin had only ever done one part run previously. That was in like 2017. So he went to park running the first week and he ran a massive PB. He sat at the top because nobody else had got anywhere close. But in the final week, bearing in mind Jack's not been to a park run since the first week, in the final week, one person equaled their park run PB to the second and has gone through on the fact that they they went on two other occasions. So they finished on four points. Jack only finished on three because he didn't go again. And that was Mr. Tony Brown. Oh, well, first of all, huge well done to Tony Brown for going through. But that's that's mad. So Jack could have gone and park walked twice and he had gone through. Correct. Yeah. All he had to do was attend twice more and just have a little pootle round and he would have gone through. Uh, but he wasn't to know, um, and Tony put in a big effort. 22-41, he equaled his PB to the second. So, fair play to well, him, Tony. Well Tony, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah fair play to Jack, though. I think he did run a marathon instead. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's on a pretty pretty awesome kind of challenge anyway, isn't he? So Exactly. So, winner of that, winner of Group G is Tony Brown. Group H, this is the group that included last year's winner. And if you remember last week, they, he was joint top with a Sarah Roberts um, joint, but he was actually in front with a few seconds more on his PB. So he was leading by 11. He had an 11 second PB. Sarah had a four second PB. Sarah this week, she went to Aberbeek in Wales. Very flat and fast park run. She's put enough, another effort in. Simo's gone to Rother Valley. Didn't put an effort in. Did it come back to bite him? No, it didn't, no. No, it didn't, no. Well done, Simo. I've filled that one up now. I'm sorry, Simo. Simo has gone through. Sarah did put a bit of an effort in. She was only 22 seconds off her PB. Good effort, So, I mean, it's it's all right saying if she'd have run 13 seconds, well, 12 seconds faster, she'd have gone through. But it's not that easy, is it? It's hard to knock four seconds off. So, fair play to her. She kept going right to the end, but Simo scrapes through by a whole seven seconds on goal difference. The Sim Reaper. So, we have the Sim Reaper versus Tony Brown in tie number four. Was that? Yep. Tie number four. Moving on, uh, Group I, Barry Chima, he, he dominated that group by quite a way. Andy Torbett could have got him, but Andy didn't put an effort in this week. So, Barry, with his two PBs and his 49 seconds knocked off, goes through as the winner of Group I. Model Barry. Model Barry. And Group J, this one was decided last week as well, actually, because not much happened this week. Lane McGowan. She oh, went, yes, Lane. She's gone through following her 49 second PB last week. So, yeah, so we've got Barry versus Lane in the two, next. Two very good eggs. Can I just so, say that is the tie of the good eggs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the one where you don't you don't want anyone to lose. Agreed, uh, agreed. Uh, we definitely want Westy to lose in his. I'll just get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, moving on. Group K. Now this guy, uh, he he's done really really well. Uh, this is Jesse's dad, James Bauer. James has annihilated it. He has gone. Apart from four times in this six weeks, and he PB'd on three occasions, including on Saturday, just gone, taking another eight seconds off his PB. Um, he has okay. gone through with a 32 second improvement on his PB, well finishing on nine points. Job, He's done really well, James. Uh, Stephanie Savage did actually go to part run this week and run within eight seconds of her PB, so she scored a couple of points, but. It wasn't no, nothing, nothing close to James. James yeah. yeah, nice and comfortable. Next group, no action really in Group L this week. Nobody, nobody getting close. So with two PBs in two weeks, uh, Matt Woodhouse has progressed yeah. on this. Month. Well done, Matt. Well, well deserved as well. He's grafted in his six weeks. He's worked really hard. As yeah. One minute and three seconds he's taken off. So. In tie number six, we have James Bauer versus Matt Woodhouse. Uh, final four groups, right? This group, I mean, there's just been no action in this really whatsoever, apart from week two, when this person went to their one and only park run and ran a massive PB. Alex Oldham. Oh, well done, Al. Amazing. Alex has been to park run once out of the six weeks. She ran a three minute and nine second park run PB. Um, and nobody else PB'd or got near their PB. 
throughout the whole six weeks. I think Alex, so, Alex is my pick. I think there's, I think she's got more in the tank. I, if she's gone and done it that big of a PB and gone out once. Yep, yep. Looking at looking at her PB as well of what it is, I'm pretty sure a 5k official PB is quite a bit faster than that. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I say I think uh, I think we'll call a sandbagger a sandbagger. <laughs> um, sandbags. Now, no, it's a tricky, no, it's an awkward one this because I think uh, she's up against one of the fan favourites in the next round, and that is from our PB King. Uh, not you, Rob. Sorry, not you. Um, fan favourite, Mr. James Matthewson. You mean Ben be... favourite? Yeah. yeah. Ben <laughs> being the fan. Yeah. 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 I never defined. Who's my fan favourite be the guy that Ben's got a weird like. The fan favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Cadence. I like James twenty, but all five of my personalities love James. So uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Good. He's definitely a fan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, James, three PBs in the six weeks. He had a nice steady plod round York. He, he he was going to go there and put an effort in if he needed to, but he didn't this week. So, uh, it was already decided. Three minutes and seven, he's knocked off. Alex knocks off three minutes and nine. So, uh, it'll be a good time. They very much knocked off the same amount. So, them two in tie number seven. Um, and finishing off this group, next group was already decided. Sam Broughton, he'd already won group yeah, O. Amazing job, Sam. Comprehensive. 25 seconds taken off. And then the final group with somebody's daughter in it. Uh, mm. to, tell us how this group's finished, uh, Tiny Dancer. Well, uh, K-, K didn't run this week, so I don't know. I don't know how that, did Steph end up going. Oh, you do know because we just talked about this on Sunday morning. <laughs> you I tried through it. Ted threw you under the bus there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Matt. You liar. <laughs> um, right. So, Cadence didn't go this week. Steph did go this week. Steph needed to PB by just under two minutes to uh, to knock Cadence off top spot. Steph went to Swansea flat, fast regularly has some of the fastest male or female runners in the country running there each week in the park run results. Steph has gone. She's given it a go, but unfortunately she did not PB this week. So that means she has finished runner up to Cadence, who's run four PBs in a row. At the- <laughs> She's bound to start knocking them times down. So It's in, it's in um, the jeans, isn't it, Matt? It's in the jeans. You say knocking times down. How much time has she taken off from from round from the first week? Well, six, six minutes. Seven minutes and nine seconds. Well done. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Job. So look classic. at that. Pr- proud dad that's, looking on. Love it. That's 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 from the yeah, she ran her first uh, part run about a year ago, a year and a half ago, I think. So it's yeah, it's giving a bit of a kiss. Loving it. She's, yeah. Really well, but now she's up against Sam Broughton in the final tie of the round. Um, a couple of quick things. You now have two weeks to complete your tie. For those 16 that have made it through, you have either this coming Saturday, the 17th, or the 24th to put your effort in. Um, if you don't put an effort in and the other person, well, if neither person puts an effort in, it's whoever's closest to their PB, basically. You don't have to beat your PB in this round. You just have to be closer than the other person. 
It's, it's the old four. We're back to the old format, aren't we? Basically, the old, the old knockout style, which is whoever's closest to the PB or beats it by the most goes through. Correct. Head to head. You know who you've got. Um, and just to finish off, really, well done to everyone that took part. Well done to all the PBs. Lots of PBs throughout the six weeks. So great to see everyone getting involved, um, except 10 people that didn't go once, JP. Um, and. Um, and yeah, good luck. Good luck to the final sixteen. And can we just do our usual, please? Um, how many PBs did we have in week one? Eight. How about week two? Eight. Seven. Eight. How about Rob? You're just saying random numbers. <laughs> um, what about week three? Six. No, ten. Um, week <laughs> week four. Six. Six. Week five. Eight. And week six. Eight. Five. Um, Six. Oh. Amazing work. Congratulations to everybody who's taken part so far. Well done, Ben. Well done, ben. And good job. And good job, Ben. He loves it, doesn't he? It's like it's like listening to the pools on a Saturday afternoon. I love it. Um right, okay, guys, we are time for roll call, I think. Matt. Oh, all right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. That what? Works. Uh, and if you don't know, by Matt's iconic theme song, this is the part of the show where we shout you and your running achievements over the past weeks. So thanks to everyone who submitted one. We have got absolutely loads of them, so we're going to rattle through them today, but that doesn't mean we love you any less. JP, hit me with the first one. Yeah, the first one um, is two shout-outs, actually. So it's Mason Runs 101. So all of you awesome lot for doing marathon training, smashing out those miles. And then you missed one from last week where his son, Jack, got a part run PV. Well done. Oh, that's amazing. Top work. Top, top work. Uh, well done, Paul. Um, and well done, Paul's son. Uh, Matt, who's next? I've uh, got 3D Jamie. Newsletter, newsletter Jamie. He delivers all the good fart-lecky news to, to our uh, emails. Uh, Big D for absolutely smashing his 50k at the weekend and more miles towards his one slam. Yeah. Oh, I think we might hear a little bit more about a certain Mr. Derek. Uh, and deservedly so. Uh, incredible work. Lou, who's next? Uh, running with Gareth. He's got Meg Smiles. No, Meg Smiles and Smiles. Or Meg Smiles and Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> just smiles a lot. Right. Good um, For just being awesome, absolute legend. And for having an Instagram handle that is a riddle. Um, but is it, but not the... February fine scavenge riddle. Anyway, well, well done for being awesome, Meg, and well done for shouting her out. Gareth, good one. Ben, who's next? Uh, next up, we have Simondo underscore V2.0. Uh, he is also shouting out Big Derek for his amazing effort to complete 50k in six hours at Goodwood at the weekend and for his continued stupendous efforts in his challenge. Nearly there, man. Just yeah, nice one, Si, uh, as always, and, and well done to you for, for for your great running this weekend as well. But I think just yeah, just Derek, just a legend, just love him, and I'm glad that there's so much shouting out for him this week. Uh, good to see his name on the roll call, uh, Mr. Gary Ludwin himself, the the anti Matt, also small but not the same person. Um, what did you say? The little Ludwin. Little Ludwin, uh, yeah, little Ludwin. He's slightly is he smaller than you? No, he's, he's fat. A gnat's cock taller than me. A gnat's cock taller than you? Is that what you just said? 
I have yeah. never heard that saying before. A gnat's cock. <laughs> a gnat. A little gnat. A gnat. No, I know what a gnat is. I'm aware of the premise of a gnat's penis. I, I get it. I get that you're saying he's very, very slightly taller than you. I've just never... Is it just me? Has anyone else ever heard yeah. a gnat's cock? No, I've never heard of it. The anatomy of a gnat isn't, isn't my strong point, but do they have cocks? I don't know. At first, I thought he said gnat's cock. You know, like someone called gnat. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I think we need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Gary on, says Gary. me, half marathon done and furthest outside runs in Salton Towers. Just over two weeks to go now. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Gary's obviously been through a bit of a journey with fitness and health and stuff and smashing it keeps going. A lot of treadmill runs. Good to see him out there running. Well done to you. Uh, JP? Um, the running mod. Next show, you know, Ant name for smashing out another part run PB. Plenty more to come. Manan. You said my name, and I say that's cock. It's fine. Just made up tomorrow. Matt, is it me? It's your good lady, uh, lady wife to be, uh, JP. T- t- uh, time to get fitish, John, because rain or shine, he's out there training. Oh, and still alcohol free, living with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is that, a that, help. Yeah, fair play. That's a challenge because uh, she's because <laughs> she, <laughs> just just a party. She's a party and a vibe. I don't know how you get. I don't know how you manage it. Popping Prosecco all the time, normally. Um, she's scaring me. I've been, she's been asking me to do some graphics for your wedding. And she scares me when she messages me. I don't know why. <laughs> get, on with, get on with it, then. No! <laughs> she's nicked my, she's nicked, my, nicked my saying. Do it! Do it now! Do it! Do it now. Uh, Lou, who's next? Thanks, Paul. Lou, who's next? Uh, this Two man runs. Paul Griffiths had a challenging week with training, and it's still going. A legend. Yeah, Paul's story's been really honest and really open and a little bit vulnerable as well. And I think people need to see that, the ups and downs of training. And I'm very, very grateful that Paul shared that. It's certainly given me a bit of perspective and, I'm, and I appreciate him. So thank you, Paul. And thank you, Lou. Ben, who's next? Next up is B Happy underscore runner, who is shouting out herself uh, for running her longest run ever, which she completed on Sunday as part of her marathon training. And she's also shouting out herself completing her 100th park run so well done B. what a weekend well done B. and i think poignant that it wasn't planned that that fell on ben but it was a park run shout out and it landed on ben it was just fate wasn't it um so i will go next i've got two shout outs from kyla who definitely won't listen to this podcast uh she shout out Haley for incredible training and bravery launching her new mini series podcast yes the angry boob series podcast is out on wednesday it's already out it's already out we're, we're recording Tuesday, so it's not already out, but it's out before we go out. Just go on wherever you listen to your podcast and download the Angry Boob series. I've heard it. It's amazing. It's a great chat with Joe Hammond, the next guest as well. Haley's the next guest. Just two amazing women doing amazing things. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Incredible. Um, and she's also put, and to all the crazy folk who have signed to Pendle 2025. Uh, we don't talk about Pendle, so let's move on. JP. Uh, it's Pike Club Runner Stephen next. So good old Manny Mary training is back this week. Uh, and a long run from Conway to oh dear me, um, Lafferkin <laughs> and back. Clan Clan Right, that, that yeah. Clan um, Well done. Well, shout out to you, Rob, for saying that. It's it's so it, well. it, it's like a really weird Welsh version of from Paris to Berlin. From Conway to Lafferkin. <laughs> anyway. He's shouting out everyone else who's up in their mileage for Manny Murray as well, and the other marathons, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Matty, who's next? 
so we have Blue Ginger uh, 85. Really proud of our Samantha and her marathon, marathon training so far. She's smashing it. So, yeah, Sammy's sister, giving her a big shout out. She's it. She's, she's 100% nailing it. She's doing very, very well. Uh, Lou. Dumb witness. He's behind you. <laughs> know. Uh, it's got a fucking pants on. <laughs> oh yes it is. The surname and my name. It's Manan for fuck's sake. I'm 50-50 chance. Do, do you know what? Can I just add a little bit of context to why this is frustrating me so much? Because I was in the pub with Claire and Ant a couple of weeks ago and after a couple of beers, Ant confided in me. Ben keeps pronouncing my name wrong on the podcast and not on the heart to say anything about it. So I've been trying subtly for the last two or three weeks to correct you all when you get it wrong. But this week, it's just gone colossally the other fucking way, hasn't it? Let's be real. I've already it's forgotten what it is. Is it not my name? Is it not my name? We've got we've got explicit warning again. So now Manan. Um, smashing another park from PB. Nice work. <laughs> that took longer than it was for quite a simple shout out, didn't it? Ben, who's next? Uh, yeah, well done to Mr. Manane there. Right, moving on to the to the the, the big man is shouting out uh, that the big man being pulled off for a fist up runs. Shouting That's out about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a big man. He's like, he's like. <laughs> if he put a red suit on and a wig, he might look a bit like Santa. So um, he is shouting out the Fart Lake family for looking out for him this weekend. He's had a bit of a tough weekend with his running and his motivation, but uh, yeah, I think I think everyone sent him a nice little message, and uh, hopefully it's picked him up and he can get back on it this week. Friends love friends. And to finish things off, the host of the Angry Boob Series podcast, Hayley, runs here. Uh, Shout out Derek. Let's bookend it with Derek. We started with him, let's finish with him for an amazing 50k race at the weekend. Well done, Big D. We echo that. Well done to you. Uh, And that's our roll call for the week. Matt, sing the song again. All right, partners. (laughs) You've been roll called, baby. Thanks, Matt. Uh, And that... And, that, and that's what's done pretty much for the, for the, for the week. Jesus. Um, uh, if you have not listened to the guest episode for this week, Poppy Tank, Team GB athlete, uh, incredible conversation, really cool take on um, uh, someone who's had athletics as part of her life for its entirety. Uh, learn about her experience in the collegiate system over in America, how different that is, her big plans for the future, Olympic dreams perhaps on the horizon as well. So that's worth a listen. Uh, but do you guys want to know who's this Monday's episode? Once you've caught up with that one, it'll be ready and waiting, ready for waiting for you after the weekend. Oh, yes, please. Uh, I'm going to be chatting to Harry Lancaster. So Harry is a content creator. He is a running coach um, and he is an incredibly fast runner. He just posted a 2.27 at London Marathon this year. Um, I recorded it early this evening, in fact, so it's fresh in the mind. Really nice bloke. Uh, lots of good things to talk about, uh, in particular the fact that he is injured. He's got a stress fracture at the moment. So we talk a little bit about how he's coping with that, how it's changed his plans, how it's impacting his YouTube and Instagram stuff, how it's impacting his coaching and his running, all those things. It's a really nice book. Really, really nice young man who uh, was a pleasure to talk to. So um, give him a follow at Harry Lancaster on Instagram. Check out some of the content. He's had some incredible traction with his with his YouTube, with his um, his reels and his, his running advice videos that he does, like 
lots and lots of views. Um, so he's good, he's a nice player. So go and give him a follow and find out more about him on Monday. Where can people follow you, Rob, if they want to follow you? Yeah, I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob, if you want to find out about the very small amount of running that I'm doing at the moment. How about you, Benny? Uh, I am at Sheffield underscore Strider. And what about you, Matty? I'm at Matty Owls. You, JP? I'm at jp.runs3. Can I, can, can, I, can I just say something? Yeah, usually the way we do this is we go around the circle so that whoever starts it goes last. So it'd be, so JP was like Rob. So we go round in a circle, and then the last person would be JP. Once again, you've tried to put Lou out, haven't you? Once again, you've tried to cut Lou out. On my screen, it went for Rob to Ben to me. That I was going around in a circle. Does, does, no, 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 no. My my explain. Everyone nodded when I was giving my explanation that it, the last person, the first person, goes last. You were trying to cut Lou out again, weren't you? What? I wasn't. You guys need to put this beef to bed. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Oh no, she's not even sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably not outside. I can hear her, so give her a minute. <laughs> the, um, Matthew asked if I was going to be forty on my next birthday the other day. Oh, I'm not. It wasn't. It's um. What, what I didn't call it. Is it? Is, is it is it called is it negging they say when 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 they try and give you negative reinforcement? <laughs> I reckon the end, end of season finale is going to be just a fight between these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Louis would win. Should we get oh, sumo it, suits at the weekender? Kick, kick him in his calf, Lou. Kick him in yeah, his calf. He, yeah, he's got a bum calf. You get him. I mean, to be fair, I don't think she needs tactics. I think mean, just in a straight fist fight, she'd absolutely right. batter. You kill, yeah, absolutely mole. Yeah. Where, where, where can people find you on Instagram, by the way? Oh, thanks, JP. That's so kind. I'm sweat <laughs> underscore much. And he laughed over me talking, so it will overtake my voice. Yeah. Matt, you're a horrible human being. JP, where people follow you, mate? Last but not least. I've already been. Oh, of course yeah. you have, yeah, because yeah. Matt Matt messed it up. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. We are motoring through series thirteen. Uh we'll be back very, very soon. Some more fart lucky fun. Until then, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. Be kind or get in the sea, and we'll see you soon. Same fat time, same fart channel. Peace.